I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Episode 34 of What Do We Know? It is still Monday, July 27, 2020. I'm Dan Broskell. Uh, looking at Dave Geller through my various devices. Dave, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm ready to go. All right. Great pod earlier today with Jillian and Lorraine over at LPY. I hope everyone enjoyed that one. Uh, my only take home from that was they were really awesome and wonderful guests and super articulate about their practice and their business and their philosophies and really enjoyed the conversation. Dave, how about you? Yeah, you know, it's like going to yoga, you know, like, yeah, yeah, sometimes that you anticipate it, you don't know how it's going to go, and then it goes really well, and you almost don't want it to end, and that was a great um, time with them. I really, I think you two, you really enjoyed being in their presence. You could just palpate, you could feel their, um, you know, uh, how they feel about yoga, and that was, they're just two great uh, people, great personalities. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Well, as we reflected on Dave in that pod, the best part about life is just people, right? Interactions and having a great conversation about what people love doing is always interesting to me. So a uh, nice little road trip today. So thanks for joining me. Yeah, let's do that again. Let's do it again. I really, um, either with them in the future, but someone else. And yeah, that was just really nice. Great people. Awesome. All right. So we're going to run through a couple of a quick, quick bullet points from the recent days in our lives. And then uh, we're, we're doing 2020. It's been a couple of months since our last 2020. So uh, the first thing I want to have, have you reflect on, Dave, it was nice to see you this weekend. We have a little drive by on Saturday morning when it was still not so uh, not too hot outside, and you got a, you got the stink eye from a runner. Remember that? Yeah, I was put over on the side of the road, right? Yeah, this I is pretty good to, stuff. Tell that story. It was really exciting for me. Stopped to, stopped to see you on my way to work and drop off something for you, right? And um, I was on the you know in front of your house with his just you know one lane, and you and I were talking, and we looked up, and there was someone a running runner running right towards my car. And I almost walked on the sidewalk because the way that she was looking at me was that she was almost she was ready for a game of chicken, but we weren't moving, and she was, <laughs> and just didn't. I mean, we're runners, right? I've been there, but she just kind of stared us down until she just veered around the car. I thought she was going to like run right into my bumper, but um, she was she was not happy with you, man. Yeah, she was not happy with you at all. I get it. I mean, you and I are pretty in tune as as on our two a, a pod a couple times ago, right? It really. Um, in tune to people's space and respecting, you know, others. And I just didn't quite get it. Um, I mean, if you really think about it, she was running on the road at me. Even the wrong she, way. The wrong way, right? Yeah, and, and she, yeah, so she shouldn't have been actually running at us. But, yeah, she gave me a look, us a look that, yeah, that was pretty intense. And she, I don't know who it was. She was not wearing a mask, I'll say. Um, she was not masked either. Not that, and, uh, that bothers me or you, buddy, but it was it was funny. I'm like, why is she why is she upset with you when the road is empty at like you know nine oh five on Saturday uh-huh. morning? But anyway, was, not, not so, to judge. You don't know where she was coming from. Hot day, finishing up a run, wanting to get home. Who really cares? And I've always I'm never my best when I'm running or biking by people, and I frequently like growl into my breath for like quasi aggression for no reason. So then maybe that's where she's coming from, you know? Maybe, yeah, maybe it is. And maybe maybe seeing me in her way gave her a little extra oomph to run a little harder. But there it is. That's been wondering. She just ran right over the car. She just hop, hopped up on the hood, ran right over the top, and over I the mean, path. Did like you that. run today, Dave? In the in the in the heat, did you run today? 
I ran this morning early around. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to actually run. I'm actually trying to run, quote unquote, more now. Like actually leave my driveway slash uh, street going on a real run. But yeah, I, I'm getting winded easily. And I told you today on the way into LPY, I, I don't like the heat. Running in the heat to me, I'd rather. Remember, you and I had some great runs over the past, you know, years ago, and I'd much rather run in the cold weather. Oh, for sure, for sure. Whether it, it was at, when I left this morning, it was like it was 75. I think it came back. It was 80. Yeah. Um, I ran. Yeah. I ran post game tonight after baseball, and it was like eighty four, like just like dark and soupy. But you know, I mean, it was. I mean, ran down the middle of the street, nobody was there, and I came back just like gross. But that, who cares about that, Dave? And when um, I run, now, I run now in the you know, and I'm wearing my, I'm actually you know, wear my cotton, my cotton base shirt. I always think about yeah, the gut that you get me. You know, I'm not wearing like a running, a running shirt. Yeah. But you're not, you're not famous for the moisture wicking fabrics. I just like to get out there and do it. That's yeah. good. That's good. Um, other news: uh, happy, happy baseball season, maybe. Dave, Red Sox picked up, left off with a with one good game and then two bad ones, and I think three bad ones, including tonight against the Mets. So, um, I will have, you, watch have you watched? Have you watched? I mean, you watched the games, right? Like, how do you? How, what's your thought on the um, some of the games with the stands, you know, filled with cardboard cutouts? Listen, I, I don't. Whatever, however you want to present the stands is fine with me. However they want to, like, broadcast it is fine with me. I'll come back to what I said with Mike Glavin. Like, I'd prefer if there was no fake crowd noise. I'd rather hear the players, hear the coaches barking. I've watched soccer games where, like, there is both and there both is not the fake crowd noise. I'd rather hear the coaches screaming, going crazy. Well, I why need to have a fake roar of the crowd, you know? Why are they doing that? Why are they I don't piping know why. The crowd? I don't know. It's bothersome to me. Is there someone on the computer who's you know this okay? They press these buttons when you know certain things happen. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's like it's like the scene in Bull Durham, Dave, which you've seen, where like they have the play-by-play called into them, and after like has a fake bat noise and pushes mm-hmm. the button, the crowd roars, and like this is just not what's happening. So it's Bull Bull Durham in, in real life, right? So go socks slash not go socks slash I'm already done with it. I'm not going to be watching. So there we go. How about those Marlins, right? They get a little COVID. Oh, yeah, eight COVID tests, and there we go. Yeah, who, who saw that one coming in Florida, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll come back to the fact that, like, we should not be playing these sports, probably. I mean, that's what I think, but whatever. It's fine. I, I watched them. I watched the conclusion of the Premier League. Liverpool got the trophy. Wonderful thanks, everyone. And uh, just an eight-week break because EPL will resume, as Mark Bornstein was excited about, on uh, September 23rd. So, Mark, by the way, who's stateside. Mark Bornstein isn't, speaking of Florida, he's in yeah. Florida. Of all places to go. Let's go to Florida. He sent me a rando text today, a uh, Facebook messenger, saying, like, it's done. And it was a picture of a corner of uh, somebody's living room with blue paint tape on it being painted. And I said... And I said, awesome. And he said, oops, wrong pediatrician. So I guess his brother is a pediatrician in Florida. And What's his name, David? <laughs> and, I, and, he's, and he's living at his house right now and trading and like trading like the time there, so to speak. He's painting some, some rooms for him, which uh, it's uh, uh, actually, it probably is time to have Mark back on the pod because we have a lot of questions. No, I would. And, and for Elizabeth Cantor. So let's make, let's we make have, it. We got to have, I mean, Mark would be great to have on. So many of our pride guests would be Elizabeth Cantor. I would love to have on. With well, I want to hear his daughters with their accents too at the same time, actually. I want to go on the TikTok road. TikTok. You love TikTok. I know. No. Um, a- <laughs> other news from this week. Other news, Dave. Maybe you maybe you missed it. Taylor, Taylor Swift's surprise album drop. Did you hear about this? What's the album? Oh my God, it's called Folklore. 
uh, hmm. all lowercase letters. Hmm. Um, promised to be like a, an earthy connection to like her roots and, and sort of softness and like no bangers on the album. Of course, I bought it, Dave. You know me and T Swift. Um, you know, not my favorite album, but like, I mean, what what a, what a gift from the pandemic to get some new songs right. from Taylor. So that was very exciting. You bought it? Or you listened to it? Oh, I bought it. No, I bought how it. How do you buy it? What are you buying? On I iTunes, dude. What do you mean? How do you buy it? How do you buy it's anything these days? It's on Spotify for free. Yeah, I still buy. I still buy music. Is that am I too you know, old for you? So what? What are Taylor Swift going back to her roots? What are her? <laughs> what are well, her, her roots are country, and this is a very like you know emo, soft, you know, really mellow, nothing like poppy or country or, or like up tempo. It's very brooding. Um, but again, I mean, there's some there's some good ones on there, um, but not any chart toppers probably. Um, but you know, if it's if it's T Swift, it's 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 good for me. So I really enjoyed that. And no bangers on the album. Bangers. No bangers. Yeah, like nothing we're going to be foot stomping to. But there's some beautiful. I mean, she's a great writer. You know, very great lyrics and makes you think about things. And um, any tapping, toe tapping. Uh, any toe tapping. There's a little bit of that. I always tapping some foot. There's some foot tapping, but not a whole lot, right? It's it's very mellow. Tapping. But I mean, we, we can some, some foot to T Swift. The T Pain. A little bit different right there. A little bit different. Um, and we're, we're not going to talk about school reopening, Dave, tonight. We're not. We talk about it enough. Um, I would Please. say that the, new, the news that uh, the Department of Elementary and Secondary Ed has, has waived the 180-day minimum requirement officially. So schools can use up to 10 days to get teachers ready to teach however they're going to be teaching. So schools are, you know, maybe pushed back on the reopening, which is fine because it will take time. And, uh, and and Bedford will vote on August 5th. We will approve or vote on or disapprove or have questions about the proposed plan for reopening. Have you um, and I will give you no clues, make no statements, make no opinions, tell you no vote, except to say that this is a very thoughtful process. And I'm looking forward to hearing all the stuff um, that's coming down the pike. And you know, we all speak to our colleagues, and uh, I think we know what we're going to be hearing and what many districts are doing. Um, but until it's done, uh, I've got nothing to say. So I'm looking forward to the conversation. You talking to me? <laughs> talking to you. Talking to you. So there we go. That's what last, is what is last. the minimum? What is the minimum amount of days? Well, what usually it's 180. Usually it's 180. What is it now? And now it's 170. Hmm. That's a lot. I mean, 10 days is a lot, right? So then it is a lot. So, I mean, listen, and the reality is, I mean, to 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 prepare for whatever you're going to be doing, if it's not regular school. Um, will take time, right? And, uh, you know, what about families that are going to insist on remote? And what about teachers that insist on working remotely? And what about trying something that's blended? So a lot of open questions for everybody, which will trickle down to all, all segments of society you know, and childcare and parents' work plans, et cetera. So I would say it's quiet now, but it's not going to be quiet in two weeks when everyone's planning for the fall or trying to plan for the fall in the midst of, uh, of all this. It's going to expand. So there we go. Yeah. As I always say, after as August 5th, I'm looking forward to, because as Bedford goes, so does the world. That's what everybody says. You're yes. right. Yes. All right, Dave. So, with, with that in mind, we're going to we're gonna bust through a 2020. You ready for this? Go. All right. Do you have them in front of you? I do. All right. My I... first question is for you. What is the first election you voted in? Um, I think I voted for someone. I think I voted for someone for president back in ninth grade. Um, the, well, I the... mean, maybe when your vote counted? How does that sound? That's a great question. Um, I actually have no idea. You know, back when I was younger, it wasn't this mon monumental thing. I think I well, um, you you your first year of, when you turned eighteen, it was a presidential. Oh no, it wasn't a presidential election. No, it was not. No, so your first presidential election was probably eighty-eight. Right? Yeah, I can't. So, and, and it's not shocking what that even was. So I'm I, eighty-eight I'm, I, was um 
I'm I'm actually forgetting. Was wasn't it? Uh, was it? Yeah. Who the hell ran in '88? I'm getting really old. There, you forget this. <laughs> so, know. so, what was your first election? You was it? George, was it George Bush? It was George Bush. Must, must the elder been. George Bush was '88. Yeah, must have been. I was going to was '92. So, did you vote in that presidential election? Oh yeah. Nice. So I think my first election yep. was Clinton. Did. Clinton. Yes, I did. I voted. I think it was '96. I voted Clinton Dole. Clinton Dole. Oh, Bob and I Dole. Voted, I, and I voted at Winbrook Elementary School in Delmont, Mass. Where did you cast your first vote? Do you remember? Where were you living in '88? '88. I was at. Um, I was going to. Oh no, I was in Auburn. I, I you voted, voted at home. So I voted at home. Yeah, back then. If I even voted, <laughs> I think maybe I think maybe you didn't. If you don't remember, I, I don't have no idea. Anyways, number two. All right, that was good. Number. That's it. So we'll make, we'll make it nineteen for nineteen. We'll just wipe that one off the books. So. I, I like that. No one knows. It's great. <laughs> all right. So so number two for you, Dan Dan Brazi Brazgal yep. T T Pain. Have you ever changed banks? <laughs> well, uh, you know, my first bank account was at Cambridge Savings Bank. My first checking account was at like. Uh, I think it was then called, I think it was Shawmut for a hot second, and then it became Fleet. And then I left Fleet and went to Citizens when my wife and I got married. And we've been there since whenever, 18th, 18th anniversary tomorrow. But I'm thinking I'm making a change. No. To, I think I'm making a change to a new bank because I, I kind of want a small bank, not a big bank. But I've, only, I've changed back a couple of times, right? But I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking about moving on. So we'll see. So we'll what's, see. Your, what's your small bank choice? So we just refinanced our mortgage through uh, Salem Five, which is a nice local <laughs> bank, right? Lots of branches. So maybe we'll throw over to Salem Five, right? You never know. So I'm We're pondering it. it, but I mean, the, the the pain in the ass quotient of that is kind of high with all the automatic payments and stuff and payroll stuff. So do I want to do that right now? I mean, the answer is maybe, but you know, then again, maybe I won't. How about you? I think my first bank was in my first bank was Mechanic Savings Bank in Auburn, Maine. There it is. I went to the Key Bank in Maine, nice. and then. And then I at Brandeis, I had a Shamit bank account. And yeah, something you did. strange happened. For some reason, either I don't remember or someone stole my bank card and there was like $500 removed from my Shamit bank account. Because we got, whereas at Brandeis, they had Shamit banks down there. So I had a, yep. another account down there. So I had a report, the $500, $500 missing. And I and they had this huge investigation with me because they, they thought I basically was, you know, it was like fraud, you know, that I took the money out of my <laughs> yes, own account. Yes, it was. And I was like, "What are you? I don't even know how this even works. I don't know what you're even talking about." Uh, so Shamit, yeah, so like, they, like, like police involved, or you just like the oh, bank yeah, was like, came, "Hey, you know. the bank investigated me, the police investigated me." And I was like, "I don't know, I don't know what, I got no idea what you're talking about. I'm not that smart." Wow. Oh, I was so yeah. So I had my key bank that was my main account, but then I had my Shamit, and then I from staying in Massachusetts, I, I did the whole thing too. I went Shamit, um, Fleet, no Shamit Bay Bank, Bank yeah, of Boston, definitely Bay Bank. You know, all those well, that's things. what it was. I had a Bay Bank, but then Bay Bank became Shawmut or became Fleet. Right, that's what happened. Oh. And now, uh, now I have a bank. Now I we have a Bank of Boston account. There we bank, go, David. Bank of America. There we go. And we have a Citizen Bank account. And I have a Boston private account. I have what three. Bank- you? What are you offshore I accounts? Have what is no this? idea why we have those. Um, so many have, assets. So I many have, assets. I also have some money under my mattress, but that's I used to. When I was at Brandeis, I even, I, even before we moved into Lexington, I would sometimes just put money in different places in my dorm room or my or my house just to save it in case there was just in, so, case? No, just in case I need some extra money. And I, I, I think I've lost a lot of money that way because I, I it was off to turn up under a sock or something. But when I was living of, in Waltham, our our, 
our apartment was robbed and someone stole like my like Exxon card and other credit cards. Like, and I was, I was like away for the summer, like camping my like stuff in the room that I wasn't going to use. D- didn't realize it was stolen until like, you know, late August. So way to go down. But anyway, did anybody use your Exxon? <laughs> Absolutely. That was the thing. Exxon, like I, I had a fraud claim on Exxon cause I'm like, when they like, charged like a thousand dollars in Exxon gas. I'm like, what is this? Come on. Both man. Have, you both have fraud things going Ridiculous, on. Here. Man. A lot of fraud yeah. going on. Right. And then, your... I mean, not for nothing, but like somebody, you know, you know how there's a scam going around, like people are filing fake unemployment claims in the pandemic. Someone tried to file one for me. So I actually froze my credit. I'm like, what is happening really? here? Yeah, no joke. Do you have a police report about the claim with the state, like just in case someone tried to screw around with me. That was exciting. That was like two months ago. Do you have any, thanks for sharing. Do you have any um, gas cards now? Like, does it make do not, do not. I do not. does anymore. You know, mobile. Yeah, I mean, credit cards are like not cool anymore. They were cool in the 19. Then you, you know, and. Um, Dave, what's one sporting event you'd love to go to that you have not been to? Like, major, not like, you know, oh, I want to go to see, like, a Met game sometime. Thanks, thanks for imitating me. Um, pre-answer. Um, are we talking, like, a, like, a, like, Super Bowl, or, like, just a, like, a, like, a, like a sporting event? You tell me. Uh, I mean, something is probably major versus major. I'd right? like to go to. I would, I, I've never been to? Yeah. Like, you know, Kentucky Derby, a Super nope. Bowl, you know, mm-hmm. Tour de France, <laughs> Olympics. Olympics would be, nah. I'd like to go to March Madness. March Madness games. Oh, yeah. I'll do March Madness in a second. How about yourself? I went to, I went to March Madness in 98, maybe? 99, maybe they had games in Boston, the Fleet Center, and I went to a couple games back then. Um, I would like to go to the World Cup, man. I'd love to go to the World Cup. Ooh, soccer. good answer. You know, so. I always, I always like plan these trips in my mind. So last summer when it was the the, the women's World Cup, I'm like, like what would it take like to go to France, you know, Paris for the weekend and like catch a World Cup game? I mean, actually, it's not expensive even, but like obviously we did not do it. Um, but I would love to go to see some um, awesome soccer and World Cup or major major competition. That'd be exciting. So that's what I want to do. I hope you get there. I hope you make it there. One day, one day, man. You'll be the one. You'll be the one fan in the cardboard cutout fan. That uh, would be me. What right. I really want to do, Dave, I actually want. I, and I flew this idea by my wife, and she said absolutely not. I want to like fly to to uh, to Dubai and have dinner on the top of the Burj Khalifa in the tallest building in the world. Like seriously, and she's like, mm, no, no, so, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I, I kind of want to just settle on the top of the hub. Call it a day. Yeah, which closed, by the way, so not so much. Did you say Wiz Khalifa? The Burj... <laughs> or Burj Khalifa, one or the other, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I don't know. T Khalifa. So, um, DB, what's your uh, favorite... I don't even want to go here with you, but what's your favorite oh anime movie? Impossible, favorite question? Impossible, impossible question to answer. What? Uh, impossible question to answer. I would say growing up, it was Aladdin with Lion King a close second. And now, I mean, just too well, many. Too, too how many old? How old? When you're, and you answer this question, what age are you placing yourself at that you say my your favorite movie was Aladdin? Only an old man like you laugh at that question. Aladdin's unbelievable movie. What are you talking about? Unbelievable. Well, you, uh, you and now, and now listen. I mean, I mean, I, I, we're we're too we're too new into the Frozen Moana. Will that hold up over time? Aladdin is still always worth it. Sorry, so that's probably my answer. How about you? I, I would say Hoodwinked would be my favorite anime. <laughs> Which I've never heard of. 
Oh my god, are you it's a great movie. You watch when we next time we next time we're in Maine we'll we'll put it on the old we're gonna watch Hoodwinked. Oh, we'll do it. Great movie. All right. All right, question five. Do you do you still subscribe to any magazines, Dave? Um my house. Uh we get time. You get time really? Because Jen likes to get it and I get like a good rate through the office. Um that's it and we and she and she gets um I think she still gets Runner's World and some other um I think she has like some yoga magazine too, but that's about it. It's a tough business to be successful in these days because everyone's reading online, you know. I would love to. I used to get up to a couple of years ago. I was getting Rolling Stone again. I love Rolling Stone. You know, it's, everyone like does that for a while. Uh, in me too, but I mean, no. Right now, like we don't get any. All we get now is like the Brandeis alumni magazine. We even pay for that, <laughs> right? So there we go. So my answer is that no, I don't. So subscribe to magazines. But speak, speaking of uh, Brandeis, Dave, I never asked you this question. If you had not gone to Brandeis. Question six: Where would you have gone? What were you considering? Um, I applied only to f- four schools. Right. Uh, uh, Harvard, Tufts, BU, and Brandeis. Really? Yeah. And, I and got did you have options, or you got into all, or some, or you have to tell me, really. But I got into three. I'll put it mm-hmm. that way. Um, and and looking back, that's a great question. I didn't. I, bleh. I might have, you know, looking back, I might have, I would might have applied to more. I think I, I may have considered, in retrospect, Bowdoin, but I wanted to leave Maine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. BU would have been fun. BU would have been fun, I think. Um, but yeah, I can't really put wrap my head around that because I just don't know anything else but Brandeis. How about yourself? So I applied to five schools. They've gotten to four, right? So without naming, I, got, I would. It was Brandeis, BU, uh, Columbia, Brown, and Michigan, right? So I got into four of those five, and um, you know I think we talked about it. I, I didn't visit any of them except for Brandeis. You know yeah. I didn't been to view because my sister went there. So if I if I had to guess like which one I would have gone to if not Brandeis, probably would have been in Columbia. But like I could never go to New York, right? Never wanted to live in New York City. So I said mm, no thanks, uh, and no regrets. Obviously no regrets. So there we go. No regrets. If you speaking about colleges, if you could live in any. One other major metropolitan area, where would that be? And so if we're talking domestically, like I would say we're talking about Dubai. Other than the Emirates, Dave. Yeah, I would say uh, domestically, we're talking about D.C. or Seattle. Internationally, you know, Toronto, uh, Toronto or Tel Aviv, right? So... What's likely, I think, of those, what's the most likely is probably, I mean, it depends on what happens in this country, right? I could see myself in all those places, you know what I mean? Um, but that's my answer. D.C., DC Seattle, Toronto, Tel Aviv, uh, one of those four. How about you? Would you want to be in Seattle right now? Oh, well, they have a new NHL team, Dave, as you may have seen. They announced the mascot, the Seattle Kraken, like the sea monster. They had a great promo video about that, which came out last week. And people either love it or hate it, and I'm pretty much saying uh, I'm pro. I'm pro Kraken. So I'm a big Seattle guy, as we've talked about. So that's fine. What about you? Where the Kraken? There's a Kraken. Where the Kraken? Unleash the Kraken, right? Unleash the Kraken. I would say either D.C. or Portland, Maine would be my. Um, I don't know if Portland, Maine qualifies as a major, a ma- major, major, major. But major I would. Well, I mean, Portland, Portland slash Mechanics Falls. That's the metropolitan area. Right? Yeah, they're they're very close in proximity. By, by like, a, like why like is a, it called Mechanics Falls, by the way, or is it Mechanics uh, or Mechanics? 
mechanic, mechanic, mechanic. That's a great question. Mechanics, mechanic. I don't know. Google that. I think there was it, it a lot of um, industry there. Like you know, it's a, it's like a mini mill town in a way, but not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know that's a. I don't know if it's the history of mechanic. Mechanic. Uh, well, now, now that you now that you can't tell me, I'm gonna find out. I'm excited. Jay, what's the best video game ever? Ooh, Frontline. No, what? Frontline. What is that? This is a little war game you used to play in the arcade. You start off as a little as a little foot soldier, um, and then you would be at a, then you would just shoot shoot the enemy, and then you would you could hop into little tanks and drive around. And I love that game. Um, I think yeah, that would be one of my favorite games playing. Um, put, the, put the quarters on that thing and go for hours. Um, you, were you were you a pinball wizard today? Were you a pinball player? I played pinball. I actually had a pinball machine growing up. Um, of course you did. Of course you yeah. did. Yeah, I like I like pinball. Um, but no, I, I love video games. I could I go to the arcade for hours. I'm just go for hours. Um, yeah, I love going. To, I love. I mean, right now I was just telling a patient today that if I if I had the time, I'd probably be playing Call of Duty and GTA and all that stuff at night. You know, I just uh, I don't. But I just I do enjoy video games. How about you, Dave? Because because we're going to loop back to mechanic. It is Mechanic Falls. Good. It is in Androscoggin County, which I'm sure that you know. I knew that. Can you guess the population to the nearest thousand? Uh, A thousand. Uh, Five. No, no, it's three thousand and thirty-one as of two thousand and ten. I said five. That's pretty close. And it was named for the mechanics operating early industrial works there. There you go. There you go. And obviously, it has a great former paper industry. So there we go. Um, the question for me, the best video game? I mean, you can, I mean, for me, it's always Mario, original Mario. I mean, cause still oh. play it if I want to, you know, do you still remember all the shortcuts and cheat codes and all that good stuff? And then, oh, uh, yeah. I would say close two is going to be RBI baseball, uh, NHL 93 or 95. And then, I mean, I mean, we bowling, which I haven't done in a lot of time. We bowling is also classic for me and oh, Goldeneye. And Goldeneye. For, for, you just listed like, okay, so let me list some games. Like, I love, okay, you just was like, what's your favorite video game? I'm just going to list nine. Like, I love playing Scramble, which is, which, and you probably remember that as an older game, a little spaceship. That was a great game. Um, I love playing, um, oh, what was that one with the little knob and you shoot the things going in? Ugh, I can't remember. The, <laughs> what's that video game with the little knob? <laughs> the thing with the knob. Oh, uh, but I mean, played a lot of Donkey Kong out of Lost Valley, you know, growing Treated. up. That was good. Treated. Loved playing. Um, I loved playing in television um, baseball. If you ever played, you know what television even is? The three big games were Magnavox Odyssey, which I had. There was the Atari game, and there was television. And television was, was almost like a segue to like the to the higher tech games of today. And, and I, I used to play. I used to love visiting. Um, Someone that you know, uh, Charlie Savinor. Charlie Savinor, there we go. Savinor, because he had an Intellivision game, and yeah, we he would, did. I would play that with him, and they had been football, and it was awesome. I love those games. Where, where, uh, where, where was Savinor from? Savinor lived is from Needham, Needham, right, Mass. Needham. Yeah, that was fun. He's a big, I mean, he's a huge deal now, as you know. He's a big deal. Yeah. He works at Park Avenue Synagogue in New York, which is not a not a small or impoverished place. But that's a conversation for another time. Um, Dave, what's your what's your um, second favorite fish to eat? So I think your first favorite is salmon. What's your second favorite fish to eat? Tuna. Really? And how do you like your tuna? See, I like salmon. Like salmon, I like 
you know, like a piece of fish, like steak fish, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or smoke. But tuna, you know, I just like tuna fish. Oh, no. You know? That doesn't count, man. That's not a fish. That's like a really, yeah. really, I'm no, sorry, no, no, nasty tasting like 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 fish I, product. I do love, no, I love, I mean, I've, I've eaten so much tuna fish in my life. I think that you could, I, I'm almost like, a, I have enough mercury in my body to be like a, like a, a walking thermometer. But, I love I love a good tuna steak cooked correctly, and that's tough to I think to to make a uh, to cook tuna correctly is an art. But yeah, tuna is my um, guess. Guess which one of your friends is really good at cooking tuna correctly? His his name would, would rhyme with David Landis. You his name rhymes with Dan Brosco. I'm a really? I'm a really good. Tuna. I don't. I, so we're gonna we'll get some tuna for um when we see you next. And you got I love the color of that just that red thick tuna steak. Oh my gosh, love it. Are you cooking it? Or firing it out. <laughs> oh, it's good. Uh, that's my. I mean, it's my second favorite. Is probably. Well, I mean, it's not real. Eh, I mean, salmon. Eh, salmon's fine. Eh, you know. What I, is it? But, but when I go out, like I just, I wouldn't order salmon because it seems very pedestrian. So I'll, I'll order like I'll order like a cod or or like a trout if I'm at like seasons fifty two. But tuna for me is a hundred percent number one. Hundred percent number one. Okay, but we the question was number two. So your number two yeah, is yes. So I mean, I mean, I guess it's, I mean, like it's probably sprot. like hal- halibut or trout. If, I, if I'm really going to be, you know, come push to shove, push come to shove. So I don't know. So what fish did you? I, look, the only thing that was one besides to me, tuna fish was from a can. Salmon was smoked, and yeah. the fish that we always ate growing up was yeah, it was like scrod. I'm not sure. Gefilte, you know, gefilte. Gefilte. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to love the gefilte fish. A little horse yeah, rat. That does not count. Does not count. So what? What would you? So what would you enjoy better, Dan? A, a, a volcano erupting or the Earth a quaking? What would you like? <laughs> well, you skipped ten, but we'll go to eleven. What's yeah. better? Uh, I guess. What's your preferred natural catastrophe? Like, what's better in the long run—a volcanic eruption or an earthquake? Yeah, what's better? Oh my God! Um, I, this I is like volcano. I, I like volcanoes better. How does that sound? Are you talking about, like you like just the thought of it, like you know, watching it from I afar. Know. I think earthquake is. Pro- I mean, volcanoes are probably more damaging to the surrounding area. Um, earthquakes kind of freak me out a little bit. I think you can like intentionally avoid volcanoes. You know what I mean? So I'll take volcanoes. Are we talking? So this question, like, this, this is break this down. Is the question, or would you rather be, you know? be watching from afar or i don't know i mean the question is what's better would you rather avoid i'd rather avoid a volcanic eruption i mean if you're Uh, that's fair i think you're right which is if you're around a volcano you're in bad shape an earthquake like you might make out okay right exactly Hmm. especially around here like you know it's not not if you're in the city with an earthquake you get a little problem but you know in the in the in the suburbia i took a little earthquake here and there you know All all right dave are you are you a Batman or are you a Superman fan? Who's better, Batman or Superman? See, that's complicated if you break it down. On the surface, I'd say Batman, um, it, just because of the of the first thing that that my it conjures up in my mind are the are the old Batman movies, and then and also then the the um, some of the recent ones too. But if you get down deep into the um, well, maybe it's Superman turned bad in the comic books. I don't even know, but I would I would I would go Batman. Batman is the right answer. Always Batman. Thank you. Except, but not, but not, not Ben Affleck Batman. That was not a good that idea. That was horrendous. That was very bad. It was horrendous. As that was, was really bad. George yeah. Clooney was bad. George Clooney was bad. Um, I would yeah, go I mean, with. I mean, the Batman, the, the 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 reboot, the trilogy was, I mean, iconic, unbelievable, and, and holds up well over time. I'll watch any of those movies anytime they're on. And Michael Keaton. You gotta, you gotta love Michael Keaton. I that mean, was... when I was eleven, I liked that movie. But now it's like, what a what a what a farce! 
when you were 11, you liked Aladdin. So this is just, uh, this is, you know, cool. it probably was the same year. I think Aladdin was 89 or 90. Maybe it was 92. And Batman I'm, was 89. There we I'm go. looking at number 12. I didn't even see you even threw that in there. That's, uh, that's not even a fair question. That one, that one's for me. So go right ahead. Okay. What's your, what's your, cause I just don't like reading it. What's your relationship with spiders? Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't love them. Um, I like the little black ones that really like scurry quickly and quickly around and kind of like dodge you. Um, I've come to a better place with spiders, I think, than I was when I was a kid. But speaking of bugs, I killed a huge centipede this morning, which was not awesome. But I did it like very like much in cold blood in front of a colleague. I'm like, I got this. Was um, it one so of I'm those? Not, I'm not a bug person, but spiders by now, I'm, like, I'm pretty much okay with spiders right now. Was it was it one of those brown ones with the main legs? Like one of those guys? Well, centipedes have a lot of legs, so it was definitely yeah, brown. Yeah, we had those on my way. I'm like, peace out, we, boom. We those in like in a garage, and you want, put the light on. You got to hope you don't meet one of those face to face, and they those guys go fast. Um, yeah, so they, they have uh, a lot of feet, man. They can rock. But I, I'm getting, I'm guessing that you don't, you're not a big fan of the spiders. I won't go deep into this because I really want to save this the insect conversation um, for a certain guest that we may have on the future. Um, but I. I loathe I loathe insects and what about dock spiders? So Maddie came face to face with one um, last she they were last week she this is after she, her and her friend were swimming on the dock in the evening and then Jen heard a cry from the from the shore. <laughs> Evie has a blood has a blood sucker on her. She had a leech on her the size of my thumb. It sounds That's like. insane. And then they ripped it off, and then they swam back to the dock as it was bleeding. So what and happens when you rip off a leech? Is it is it like is it a wound? Is it like little, like a droplet? Like what happens? Yeah, if, if it's if it's just on for a short time, it's just a small little that's attached to you. It's a small little puncture hole, you know, where they attach to you and they suck out the blood. And they and they also they inject a little bit, of blood, a little anticoagulant, so you bleed a little bit afterward. But leeches can be really small. They're like they can be like, you know, two three millimeters, you know, wide by like you know centimeter, you know. Um, but they, they, they are they harmed? Do they give you but, disease like ticks, or are they just like a pain in the butt that has to come off? I think they just a pain in the butt and they have to come off. But they can, you know, I don't know if leeches can either be grown large or they become large and they suck on you. Um, I don't know if I, did, but yeah, this leech was pretty big. Did, I don't know if I when I was when I was a resident. I don't know if I told you this. Stop me if I did. When I was a resident at Mass General, they had a um, one of the nurses one night, and I and I said, you know, you gotta come check this out. I'm like, what? And she walked me to the nurses station. And in the refrigerator, they, they had a whole like Tupperware thing of leeches. Um, Why? Because, because they would use them. They still do. I think they still use them. Bloodletting. They would bloodletting. <laughs> Thank you, Salem witch. Um, they would put them on people who had just had surgery. Um, they put them on the wound, small, and then they would suck, and they would help would decrease the swelling around the wound by sucking out the blood. Um, is this like a well-established practice in in the late twentieth century? I think they're still using them, and wow, so that's so bananas. You put them on, they pull them off after a while. I don't. I I haven't really googled the whole process. All I saw was this huge jug of leeches, which this was that's pretty good. nasty. And yeah, we can t we can stop. Wow. So um, anyways, I, 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 so, so anyways, Maddie came face to face with a spider, which was about the size of my hand. Um, that's not good. That's and not I'm not good. And I don't like spiders. Okay. Are those fast? Or are they just like ponderous? The dogs. Oh, they fly, and they 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 can walk on the water too. Oh my so god! Don't, oh, we're gonna, okay, okay. We're, this is it's getting late, and I'm and I'm getting scared. If um, you shoot off, they can run run towards you. You, you okay, may see. Not, not all right. Not all right. Dave, have you been in the Statue of Liberty? I actually, Matt was just asking about that. She said, "I want to go to the Statue of Liberty." And I, I don't know if you can now, but I did. I was inside it. I walked up. I stopped. 
Really? Probably, I stopped. I, I stopped at some point. If I remember correctly, it gets very narrow, and I stopped. My sisters continued up. And if you know my, my fear of heights, looking back, that was not a great experience. So the answer is yes. How about yourself? I've been to the island and the pedestal. I've not been in the crown, but I'd like to go. I'd like I, to go. I did not go to the crown. Oh, my God. Thinking about that, I'd, I don't, I'd, I'd probably vomit up after yeah, I squished well, it. That, that probably rules out the Burj Khalifa for you, too, buddy. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> cackle, cackle. So, Dan, what are some names that you did not use for your kids? Well, there's a billion names that we didn't use, Dave. Um, you had a billion chances, so that's <laughs> your... <laughs> This is a really difficult question, right? I mean, I think, um, wow. I mean, we, we for some kids, for some of our kids, it was very easy to choose a name. For some, you know, we went to the hospital and I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Um, and we always tried to get like a, a tree in there in, in Hebrew or English. Um, I will say that like when we were first having a baby, we thought that we'd call the girl Callie. And then we held on that name for a long time and, th and then never used it because I think we just met too many dogs named Callie. And we're like, we can't use the name for a daughter if every other dog that we meet now is, is Callie. Hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've liked names over the years. And, and you know, I liked Ivy for a while and then kind of fell out of love with Ivy. Um, I liked some Hebrew names with kind of a, a guttural R sound, but like it would sound bad in English to trying to like to roll the R like a versus an R. So that kind of went out the window. Um, but the number, I mean, I think Callie is probably the easy answer for a girl's name that we once liked and then didn't end up using. And that question, like, oh, well, if you had a six kid, what would you call it? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, don't ask me. We just named a dog, and that was, you know, not not <laughs> not, not super hard. So that's fine. It wasn't. Did Aspen come with the name Aspen? Or you name Aspen? No, we named her Aspen. That's great. Well, I mean, and that, it was surprisingly easy actually. Like, what's a tree? What's a girl? And I'm like, oh, Aspen. I'm like, good. Let's do it. So that's no nice. problem. Nailed Aspen, it. Aspen actually has a middle name. What is Aspen's middle name? Uh, it's Brooke with an E. I just realized she has a middle name because her last name is Brosco. I just thought Aspen. of that. Well, I mean, Brooke Brosco is a little, a little alliterative, but like we'll just skip the uh, last name. How often do you call her Brooke? Zero times. <laughs> Aspen Brooke. Aspen Brooke Brosco. How about Am. you, David? What's, what's the name that you didn't use? I can't think of any. I think I think Hannah was only on the table. Jenna, you, have, you, ever, you didn't have like a boy's name waiting because he had a boy? Yeah, we, so we, Jen and I were sitting, um, we were actually down in Almorada, um when Jen was, um, you know, you know, we were anticipating Hannah's arrival. We went down for a little trip, and we were sitting up I'm there. I'm sorry, to where? Almorada, which okay, is Okay, I'm like, what was that word? I think, like, Arlington? We're in a magical land. <laughs> we're in a magical <laughs> place with unicorns. And we were talking about baby names, and I said, how about we name it The Gel? And she's like, what? And I said, yeah, like, The Gel... T H E G E L, the Gel Geller. No, you did <laughs> like, not. No. That's, no. As you say, that's a that's hot a, no. It's an easy no for, for Jen. I short of that, I, don't, I didn't have any ideas, really. really? I, I can't think of any names. Yeah. I mean, she liked Hannah. I liked Hannah. Good to go. You know, beautiful. But never had a boy name. You didn't have like a Thomas or like a Bo that you had you know, ready in the wings in case a boy showed up? No. Um, no. No. Did not do that. Um, nope. Nope. Right. You. Uh, Dave, what's your favorite restaurant that no longer exists? My, my, I looked into this question, and I would have to say Rubens, actually. Oh, good answer. Yeah. A lot of memories of that Ruben place. Ruben Stallion, man. Yeah, for sure that place was iconic. Wow. Yeah. 
My father it's actually knew in a couple of years, right? Yeah, my father actually knew the knew the family that that you know that um, owned that. Yeah, they, they was that up. the closest rest like kosher restaurant to you, kosher deli to you? Is there one in Maine? No, uh, there was a no. That was the closest one. Um, wow. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, so Ruben's the kosher deli in the restaurant in Brookline. Oh my god! And I closed in August of 2016. Oh, that four was years ago. Wow. Iconic, iconic. Do you, I don't know how you do. We used to walk in there. I mean, they would notice my name as for many people, but sure. but uh, when they actually opened up that restaurant, and Mister Grupp was so proud of it, and he showed us the here the down showed us downstairs. He had like a little room down there for you could have you could have like meetings yep. down there. Yep. And um, there was a waiter there named Jeffrey. I don't know if you who was who like would know us by name and made sure that he gave us the best seat, whatever that was. It's definitely um, Je- definitely Jeffrey with the G O F right there. Do you remember yeah. Harold's? Do you remember Harold's restaurant in uh in Route Nine? I do not. That, that was an old kosher restaurant. And of course, there was the Delitizer, which I never really um, was a huge fan of in Newton. But anyways, Rubens, you. What's your favorite restaurant that no longer exists? Uh, definitely, definitely Carambola and Waltham. You know, it was a Cambodian side of the Elephant Walk. We loved it. And then they tried to, like, co-opt it in the Elephant Walk and then ended up being, like, more French and, and less Cambodian. And then they closed one in Cambridge. Now it's just one in the South End. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I just miss it, and I'm not going to South End for dinner. So we just missed that old storefront there in Waltham. I'm facing, <laughs> facing the common. I'm, I'm, the Iguana Cantina. That place was awesome. Well, you know, segueing into the next question, Dave, which is where'd you go on your first date with first date with your wife? And that for you, it was, I mean, it was, I mean, what qualifies as a date? Like your first high school date with Jen, would you go out together with just the two of you? Like, do you remember where it was? Yeah, I think it was at Rolando's, which was a restaurant um, on Washington Street going into Arbor. And that was like one of the nice slash fancy restaurants in Maine. And it was, no, it was either Rolando's or it was the ship. And the, the ship, ship. ship was this was this restaurant, um, I might have been the ship. Um, yeah. Sort of like, uh, fish at the ship? Yeah, it was, the ship, they, they, that was like a big, big time restaurant in Auburn. Yeah, it, 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 one of those, and yeah, they should have, you know, it was basically just a restaurant full of surf and turf, and I got the fish, of course, and she probably got yep. a salad. Um, but one of them, got a salad. And that was, like, I think it was the ship. That was actually, I can, I can vividly remember the dinner there, too. I can remember where we sat. You should ask Jen which, where she thinks it was. I will. I'll wake her up um, tomorrow morning. <laughs> no, it's a good question. It's, it's either Ship or Rolando's, and I can I can remember eating up both of them. I can tell you, I could place, I have this crazy memory of things, and I, my memory may be wrong in terms of the which one was first, but I can remember the seat, you know, where we sat. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah how about yourself? You and Wow. Lisa. Are those places uh, still open, or are they closed? Rolando's just recently closed, probably in the past three or four years. Oh, I'm sorry to hear uh, that. Ship, I think I don't know if the ship is gone still, but that was right near one of our my, my old middle school, Central Middle School, which uh, there it is, there it is. Memories there. We asked where I met Dana Bureau, but um, TB again, waiting, waiting for Dana to come on the pod. Let's go, buddy. That's my call. All right, you, what was your first? Uh, we went to the Watch City Brewery in Waltham, Mass, where you and I have been together, I think, correct? Oh my god, that is so interesting. I mean, that was also now so- closed and became something else, you know. No, that's a great. It's another great beer place, though. Um, it's very good. Of course, I was twenty-one and she was nineteen, so she could not have a drink. But um, I think I did order one. So that blows me away because it makes me feel so old. That 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 I remember when Watch City came to Waltham, as you do. But how where I was in my life, where you were still at college, that's crazy. I'm you know? not sure how long it had been open when I went. I'm sure it was not brand new. You know. So. That's interesting. Wait, when did you graduate, Brandeis? 
2000, well, 2000 or 2001, as we've talked about. So, Oh, my gosh, because Hannah was born in 1997. So there you go, man. We were hanging out with Hannah as an infant. We would go to the Watch City like 8, 9 o'clock. Eight, oh, my eight God, we've been there together. And we were, and we we were there together. And we'd watch like March Madness, you know, and we'd have yeah. some beer eat at the bar and Hannah would be sitting right there and some people the, the bartender thought it was the coolest thing ever some people looking at us cross-eyed like what are you doing with what an these bad parents oh just that's crazy Gala. we could have been in the same place at the same time I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna pretend that we were i'm gonna pretend that we were all right um i'm, I'm gonna okay, question 17 is uh, yours create some story we, wow this is a great question where did you take your driving test to get your license? <laughs> uh, Somerville, Massachusetts, right near the Somerville Armory on August 16th, 20th, something like that, 1994. And I did pass the first time, Dave. How about you? So, I didn't, I, this, is, this is almost a planted question. I didn't even see this one coming. I didn't even know. I mean, I just put it out there. So, my, so my father was very good friends with the Secretary of State in Maine um, growing up. Of course, and, of course it was. And he knew from the Secretary of State that back then, this was when the state troopers would give the give the um, exam. And I think he was leading up to my exam. And my sisters already had their license, of course, they're older. And he heard from Rodney, from Mr. Quinn, that he would he would tell the troopers to fail as many males as, as they could um, on their first time because he felt from the data that boys were bad drivers. He want you want them on the road as quickly as possible. So my dad was scared that. I would get a, uh, a trooper that would just fail me. You know, I'd, I'd do something wrong. So my father arranged for me to get my um, my driver's exam up in Augusta, Maine, and yep. and we went we went to Augusta, Maine that day, and we drove up to the state house and went out <laughs> went, went into the state house and met with Rodney Quinn, who personally the, gave, the, like the, the Secretary of State himself, Secretary of State. Who personally gave me my my driver's test? No yeah. freaking way! <laughs> yeah, I swear. To God. My license is signed. No is signed by Rodney Quinn. It's crazy. I remember, and I remember this vividly. He, we, <laughs> we we got in my father's car, which was a big um was a big you know town car. Big like town car. Yep. The first podcast, and he said, "Okay, pull out, pull out here, take a left out of the state house. We take a right. We go in the main street, take a left." And he goes, okay, pull over here, David, in Parallel Park. And I said, Mr. Quinn, there's there's no cars here. He goes, just pretend. So I, I Parallel Park, took a right, came back to the state house. Said, you did a fine job, David. Except you should have put your you put your turn signal on a little too early at that making that left turn. I, I remember this off the main street. And he said, but but you passed. <laughs> that is one of the best stories you've ever told me, Dave. I'm so glad I put this question on. This is on the yeah. 2020. Yeah, it's a wow. Good yeah, it's, it's a classic, you know, Rabbi Geller. Yeah, everything about you and your dad and Maine wrapped into one little parable. Like, thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, wow. Sure. All right, Dave, 18, hi. Uh, what table or desk games did you play at school to kill time? <sighs> oh, I played that, um, when we were in high, in high school, we played, you ever played that penny game with three pennies? Absolutely. Penny hockey, whatever it was. Absolutely correct. It, Wonderful. Played that ad nauseum. That was Absolutely. We what about paper football? I knew that. All, I, we, we definitely played that. I never made the football. I wasn't good at that, but I definitely played it. I was uh, very good at that. I was very good at that. Yeah, yeah. If you can make one, me one, I appreciate it. Um, I'll, work, but, I'll work on that, man. I think it sounds like we played the same games 10 years apart. Excellent. There you, there you go. 
Excellent, man. Keep, keep those two fingers wide apart so it's an easy goal. Uh, uh, yeah, make, make those goal posts. 19, no, yours. Uh, <laughs> what, is your, what is your favorite berry? <laughs> I would say strawberry. I would say strawberry. Easy choice. What about you? I know. What, what are our choices? <laughs> strawberry, blackberry, raspberry, blackberry, boysenberry, you know. I'm going to have to go with the strawberry. Strawberry. I love that. All right, good. What's, I mean, your, what's your least favorite berry? Um, I don't know if I have a great repertoire of uh, berries. I've had. I don't like uh, the texture of some raspberries. It's like that, like velvety, yeah. like velvety, weird, like not yeah. crunchy. I want berries fuzzy. like crunchy and crisp, not fuzzy. like limp. Yeah. So we get your, uh, yeah, the raspberry. I'm not even quite sure. I like uh, boysenberry makes me think of like Captain Crunch. I'm not even sure what that even. Uh, really I is. don't have the same reaction. But that's fine. Poison. Okay. Poisonberry. I don't like, like the, the poisonberry. Poison okay. <laughs> I'll pass on the poisonberry. Okay. Right, okay. Last question. Question 20. 2020. Here we are. What are your thoughts on artichokes? This is what we're going to finish up with. Um, we can do a 20 if you'd like. A lot of work for a little bit of return, I'd say. Um, I would say there's like a zero return on the artichoke effort. Or I just eat them all wrong and can't find out what I'm supposed to eat. You know what I mean? You gotta peel through those layers to get some of those leaves with a little bit of meat on them, right? I don't. Uh, I just don't get it. Yeah, and then you get in the middle of there where they get their meat, and this is kind of gross. Like, what am I even eating anymore? Well, it's this always is... like you know, it's always, you know, peel it back until you get to the heart. I'm like, I think I, I think I missed the part I'm supposed to eat every time. You know, just seems wrong. And then if I've you, given, I've basically I've given up on artichokes completely. Yeah, I would. Um... When's the last time that you tried to like eat one? Do you remember? Um, no. I, I remember butter, dipping. Butter. Spice. I remember uh, butter. The ends. I don't remember. I'm, you know, I remember where I had my first, di- my first date with Jen for a meal, but I don't remember my last artichoke. It's which fair. Is- I put artichokes in, like, the category of, like, um, water chestnut and, like, jicama. Like, if it's that mild and boring and not enjoyable, like, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing here with the artichoke? I, no, so I, 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 I would like someone. Maybe it's you, Mark. Maybe it's you, Dana. Uh, maybe it's the Zorns. Like, if you have an artichoke tip for me, Lori Alper, like, throw it my way so I can really appreciate what makes artichokes magical because I'm, I'm sure just missing Lori, it 41 Lori, years in. Lori could expound on the I think artichoke. Lori could probably help us out. I, I could throw out some more names, but I'm going to leave her right there with the, the, with the artichoke solicitation you i'm know? thinking of like the blooming this, this, actually the, the name of this podcast probably is now the artichoke solicitation because no one's ever put those words together before uh, yeah. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> it's true it's true you got me all right hey, yeah, if you have 20 beer we all done what do you want to do no i think we're good this is good no, no wild cards all right man well listen it's so hot i'm so pleased that we've seen each other a lot today so pleased we got to uh, do our our flexible mental exercises at LPY, and then deep deep down dive the the, the Rubens Orlando uh, driving test rabbit hole tonight with you. It's excellent. Any wishes for the rest of the week that we want to pass along to our listeners? Uh, I hope it's a quiet week. You know, I hope the heat wave breaks. Hope everybody stays healthy. Yeah, I'm uh, it's Monday. I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to a good work week. Looking forward to the weekend already. Um, yeah, stay good. How about yourself? Uh, I mean, listen, every, every day a game, every day a meeting, everyone's amped up about school reopening and planning for the fall, and uh, I'm enjoying the next couple of weeks, because come mid-August, it's going to get a little bit dicey around here with a lot of uh, emotions and stressors coming at us, so 
Uh, I'm thankful for summer. My anniversary is tomorrow, 18 years. My son turns 17 on, on Saturday. So a lot going on this week in the celebration department. So we'll try to enjoy that as much as possible, uh, pandemic style. What's your, plan? What's, your, um, what's your celebration plan for you and Elizabeth and then for your son, James? I would say we don't really have any plans right now. So we'll get like some nice takeout maybe for one or both of those. Um, but, you know, I think tomorrow night for the anniversary, first of all, I have meetings all day, right? And I'm working. Second of all, like, my wife's going to Andover for a softball game, and I have a game here in Bedford. So maybe at, like, 9.30, we'll all be home together, and that'll be great, right? So, Are you already working on your um, Facebook montage? You know, David, I'm not, but usually I just throw the, the, the wedding picture up. Really? Young and vibrant. So, you, you for everyone who's curious about our anniversary, you can check my Instagram and Facebook tomorrow for the annual dose of love and affection for 18 years. So, it's all good. James is 17, baby. Well, that's also happening, right? Which is crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, everyone's doing. Everyone's good. Good week for yeah. us. He's gonna have a drive-by drive-by birthday party. They're gonna drive by. We're not house. doing a parade for James. I don't think you would like that. So, <laughs> we'll we'll find another way to celebrate. So. All right, Get him over to For the Boys for a good haircut. Uh, sure, we'll do that. But, you know, he did have a senior picture taken by our friend Shannon Dillon, so everyone's stay tuned for those. Wow, yeah. yeah so. I look forward to seeing those. I, look, I'm a, I want an autograph copy. Daniel, uh, no, great night. No great problem, night. Dave. No problem. All right, so as the clock ticks towards midnight on the 27th, I want to say have a great week, everybody, uh, and hope you enjoyed this walk down memory lane with me and Dave. And we'll be back to you later this week or this weekend, hopefully with... One of our long-awaited guests. Dave, good night. Listeners, good night. Have a great week. Stay cool. Stay safe. Talk to you next time. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Julie Manugian at Lex Media in Lexington, Massachusetts. Our theme music is written by Joey Freeman. Joey's work can be found on SoundCloud and Spotify. See you next time.